Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. LSU baseball, did they save their season with a couple of big bounce back wins against Florida? That's what we're talking about here. Welcome back to the show. And as promised, Brian Lazar, senior Tiger uh, I think your writer covering Tiger baseball at tigerbait.com comes on into the program. Now, uh, Brian is still celebrating. Everybody's still celebrating the Woodward hire over there. Yeah, everybody is. They're all excited and looking forward to, uh, you know, to the press conference uh, tomorrow, which is uh, open to the public. Yeah, it's what an incredible week. We'll get to LSU baseball in just a second. But in the, in the one week you had, you know, leave a stepping down. You had uh, the reinstatement of Will Wade. Uh, then you had the Woodward hire. And now Will Wade doesn't have to testify. What an incredible week for, for the Tigers, Brian. Uh, had all kinds of things going on. And uh, now you talk about Will Wade. And, you know, I, you know, Greg Sankey had a, had a get together with uh media members today in Birmingham talking about, you know, the officiating, football officiating. And he was asked a little bit about, uh, you know, the Will Wade situation. And he just said, well, we're just going to watch and see what happens. LSU did what they felt was uh, the right thing to do at this time as regards the uh, reinstatement. We'll just have to wait and see how it progresses in the future. That doesn't sound like the Will Wade situation is over, although – I mean, the SEC is not going to have really any power in this, are they, Brian? Well, no, but, you know, they're they're going to be in, in communication with LSU. I mean, the final decision will be L- LSU's, but uh, uh, I think, look, we just have to, you know, let everything uh, play, play out as regards uh, this whole situation. Yeah, no doubt. All right, let's get to LSU baseball. Did they save their season? With that series win against Florida, especially considering how that Thursday game went with them trailing 13 to nothing and Paul Maneri looking like he didn't want to be anywhere near the box at that point? Well, you know, I don't know if we can say they've saved the season yet. You know, they certainly, a series loss to Florida would put them in, in a bad situation. I mean, as it was, you know, some of the teams that they are that they're chasing and Georgia – Arkansas, Vanderbilt, those three teams all swept this week. So even though LSU won two out of three, they lost lost ground to those three teams. And, you know, as you get to this point of the season, everybody's talking about, okay, uh, who can be a regional host? And, and normally the, the situation in the SEC is that, uh, you know, the four best teams host. Some years you may get five, but uh, most of the times – the four best teams, you know, the SEC is going to get four hosts. And so LSU right now is sort of a little bit on the cusp of that, you know, being that fourth team. You know, I really think today, you know, Georgia, Vanderbilt, and Arkansas are definitely the top three teams. And then then I think you have, uh, you know, Mississippi State, LSU, Texas A&M. Those three may be the next ones grouped together. And at least LSU beat both Mississippi State and Texas A&M in series, so that helps them. But, look, 
it's pretty simple. LSU goes on the road this weekend. They go to Alabama. Uh, the Tide, you know, one of the worst teams in the SEC. If LSU is, uh, you know, going to stay right in the thick of being able to be a regional host and obviously they have a chance to win the conference title, you know, they have to win two out of three and more than likely probably uh, need a sweep this weekend in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, indeed. And the uh, 20-win threshold, that plateau in SEC play that, that Paul Maneri's talked about and really sports talk is talked about in the blogs, I, I, that doesn't seem like it's – Hey, look, anything's achievable. I understand that by the technicality of it, but that would be winning nine games in these four series. And 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 Brian, do they really need to get to that twenty-win mark to host? I mean, if they they win eighteen, nineteen conference games and then go on a run in a conference tournament, they could still host, right? Yeah, I don't think they have to win twenty to host. I think they would have to win twenty to be a national seed. You know, be one of the top eight mm-hmm. national seeds. But I don't think they'd have to get to twenty uh, conference wins normally. 18 does the trick. You know, if you if you win 18 conference games, you're going to be one of the top four teams. So that's that's the number you're looking at. And, uh, you know, still for LSU to get to 18 conference wins, that would mean uh, seven and five over this last month. And, uh, look, Alabama is, uh, you know, the obviously the weakest team of the, of the four LSU has remaining. After that, they have Ole Miss, Arkansas, and Auburn. And all three of those teams will definitely be in the NCAA tournament. And, uh, you know, Arkansas has proven to be one of the better teams in, in the conference. Brian Lazar, senior writer covering LSU baseball for TigerBait.com, here with us at BL Door on, on Twitter. And the Bats woke up in a big way. 33 runs, Brian, in this series. And Josh Smith, back at the top of the order, he is now hitting over 353 hits on Sunday. And Antoine Duplantis, who'd been slumping, well, he broke out of that slump with four RBIs on Sunday. Uh, this was that mashing lineup that we kind of thought we'd see all season long. And, and here they are. Yeah, and here, here's, you know, they they picked on a, a pitching staff that that's really struggled this year, particularly on the road. Florida has played nine uh, SEC road games this year. Uh, their record is one and eight. They have given up double-digit runs in all but two. So they have really struggled on the road in the conference and. You know, it was just a matter of time. You know, uh, you know the, the Florida pitching staff was certainly something which LSU uh, needed to see, and, you know, they swung the bats real well. But, but the whole key to everything still is starting pitching because if we're not for the fact that you got a good start from Cole Henry on Friday and a good start from Eric Walker from Saturday, that's the reason why LSU was able to win the series. Because look at look at what happened on, on Thursday night. You know, the reverse happened. Florida got off to the good start because LSU got a poor start from, the, from Mikhail Hilliard. So the starting pitching set the tone in the second and third games of the series because it wasn't, it wasn't – LSU got nine runs and 16 hits on Thursday night, and that wasn't good enough because their starting pitcher – you know, didn't do the job. So, uh, yes, they swung the bats well. The team batting average for the for the series was 402. That's pretty incredible. But, uh, like, I, I wrote uh, my analysis piece over the weekend after the series. Uh, it, it's the two 
quality start from Henry and Walker. That was the biggest story of the weekend for the Tigers. Uh, what do we know about some of the, the Tigers who are either coming off injuries or still injured? Zach uh, Watson. We saw Zach Hess for a two and a third in that uh, series finale. Uh, what do we know about some of the injured Tigers? Uh, they, I think Paul Maneri is hoping that Watson, Zach Watson and Chris Reed will be able to play this weekend in, in Tuscaloosa. Uh, Brock Mathis, the starting catcher, could have played Sunday or Saturday, but they elected he elected to go with Saul Garza behind the plate. Uh, still not sure about Hal Hughes, but uh, and Hess uh, again. Uh, Paul, when he met with the media today, wasn't ready to say that okay Hess will go back and make a start this weekend against Alabama. So, but it does look like that Zach Watson and Chris Reed, I don't think they're going to play tomorrow night against Lamar, but I think that it uh, sounds like they'll be in the lineup Friday against Alabama. Of course, the new athletic director is going to be introduced tomorrow, Scott Woodwards, and there's some and maybe many out in Tigerland, you know this, especially on your site, Brian, who have said Paul Maneri should be on the hot seat for the Tigers' struggle this year. Now that there's the new athletic director, do you think that that's true? Do you think his seat is warm at all? <laughs> Uh, they were the national runner-ups two years ago. And I don't think that uh, – uh, no, look, did LSU host a regional last year? No. And if LSU would not host a regional again this year, yeah, I think that there would be some people that would that would attract some attention to where he would probably – you know, they'd say, okay, next year, let, let's bounce back and have a good season. But, uh, you know – I don't foresee that right now uh, that uh, that Maneri is going to be in any trouble. You know, he's got he's got a contract all the way to 2024, and I really think his plans are that at the end of the contract for him to retire. So I don't necessarily think that see him coaching past the 2024 season. Now that being said, that's still still five more years. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but again, I think we're getting ahead of the head of the boat here, and let's see let's see how this season plays out. Sure. You know, it, you know Florida they won the national championship two years ago. I don't know if they're going to make the NCAA tournament this <laughs> no, year. I'm with you. I'll look for the record. I think the talk of firing Maneri is just silly talk. Brian, we're up against the clock. Always appreciate the chat, though, man. We'll do it again soon. Thanks so much. Enjoyed it. Talk to you later. Thanks. All right. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 